きとこにある。Hey, Kenzuki, 君はおみ。Kenzuki, Kenzuki, Kenzuki, be with me. Hello and welcome to AMO Kenzoku episode 44. We are a group of four bubblegum crisis boomer otaku who wanted an excuse to talk about anime, manga, and any related subjects we find interesting. The Kenzoku are. Hey, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm Sam. Hey, all, I'm Mike. And I am Dylan. This episode is being recorded on the 11th of January 2024. For today's subject, we are celebrating the second annual Kenzokis, our award show for all things AMO. And as、Ooh, usual, much rejoicing. <laughs> much rejoicing was done. But first, corrections, additions, anything there.、Um, uh, from the Common Writer episode, it's、uh, Tsuburaya Productions. They're the ones that own、uh, the Ultraman everything. And it was founded by Eiji Superaya, who was the,、uh, the special effects guy for the original Godzilla productions. So, oh, whoa.、Uh, oh. Yeah, so, yeah, so the original Eiji Tsuburaya、uh, started it in 63 after having done the Godzilla such, being the head of special effects there for、uh, roughly a decade. Uh, I think they kept doing things there and then they spun out into,、uh, into Ultraman. So that's the,、uh, the origins of, of that. Oh, they certainly came by it honestly. Oh, yeah, definitely.、Wow. Um, so, with that, we will kick off the Kenzokis. The awards are. We will, we will give out a.、Uh, A Kenzoki to a category if anyone wants to change anything. Otherwise, everyone can stick with theirs and it'll just be a bunch of、uh, shenanigans. So,、uh, the order of categories will be stated just as we do it. So, the first one is best late to the party. And I'll kick this one off with a very late to the party from、uh, our podcast, and others may have the same thing too, which is Harlock. Because、uh, I found the The Arcadia of My Youth movie, it was, it was cool and interesting, but I really like the TV show. And、uh, it's one of those ones I keep having on my list of being like, oh, I should watch more of that instead of、um, putting on some other way worse show. So that's my, that's my entry to Best Late to the Party is Space Captain, Space Pirate Captain Harlock. That's a good one. I will go in the same. Order we started here, so we'll go with Nick.、Uh, yeah, I was actually going to pick、uh, Harlock, also, specifically Arcadia of my youth. I think out of the two Harlock apps we did, I, I preferred the movie a lot more than TV. But hmm.、Uh, hmm. that's, that's me, me personally. I think, I think for the other Ken, Kenzoku, it may be different, but I don't know. I, I just couldn't get, get into TV. As much,、um, I think the standalone movie, as flawed as it was, is, it is,、uh, has a better kind of late to the party for me feel. So I'm, I'm going with Arcadia of my youth. Definitely more complete story in that thing, kind of ish. Ish. Yeah.、Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll go next here then. My 
late to the party. I had a much easier time than the rest of y'all. Uh, mine was Gunbuster. Uh, <laughs> That's <yeah>. fair. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's phenomenal. It's super good. It's very tight. Um, animation's fantastic. Uh, I can't believe it took me this long to watch it, but I'm super glad I did. Um, this is one of the great things about this podcast is uh, forcing us to experience things uh, that we wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, Harlock, I did consider, um, but then I was going through my list and I was like, oh, there's Gunbuster here. Um, yeah, for, for you, if it wasn't Gunbuster, I'd question your sanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Harlock was close. I actually put on here a, a runner-up for uh, Yakuza Papers, which was a great like offhand suggestion by Dylan, and I, I watched that after an episode. Um, and that was also really cool. But I didn't get to those, but I really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe that will be your best late to the party next year. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> All right, Mike? Let's see. Well, I don't really have anything I watched for the podcast, but I did mention it on the podcast, I think, that I finally, a friend had me watch that time I got reincarnated as a slime this year, and I enjoyed that more than I was expecting from an isekai series. So, Welcome so to the club. Yeah, I wasn't late to the party for the others. Then. That one's mine. <laughs> the new season of that coming out. Yeah, yeah, there is. I think I got about, I don't know, I want to say something around 20 episodes into Tensuda before I was just kind of like, all right, this is fun, and I got into something else. Yeah, uh, and it's going to still be there, so if you ever yeah. decide to come back, yeah. it, it'll yeah. be there. I'm not going to call it an amazing show, but it's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely one of the definitely one of the better ones in that kind of I don't know, kind of style, very shonen jumpy kind of thing, but also a isekai thing, so yeah. Yeah. Well executed. Agreed. All right. Does anyone want to change their their best like to the party to anyone else's? I mean, Can't. if I if I could unwatch Gunbuster and have watched it for the first time, I one hundred percent would have picked it. But, yes, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get on that. I mean, yeah. If technically speaking, I totally am on board with with uh, with Gunbuster. If if I'm allowed to change, but I technically wasn't late to that party. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can I can I'll, actually I'll switch there because I watched the Gunbuster movie, which I hadn't seen, so oh, I was late to that party. Uh, so I can get there in a technicality, and uh, uh, and we'll the first the first golden Kenzo key goes out to Gunbuster. <laughs> On the instant replay, we see Gunbuster. <laughs> All right. So from uh, a best, now we'll go to uh, the hottest garbage topic. Um. So this one I'll. I'll kick off. I'll kick off as well, just to in case, because I, I have stuff here to to go over. So, so my hottest garbage is Kingdom of Kingdoms of Ruin, Hametsuno Okoku, <laughs> which was a a show from uh, the fall, and it was such a flawed and insane show. But I kept checking back and being like, "Oh man, when's the next episode? All right, I got I got to see what the heck this this thing does and where it goes and." Uh, so that's that is my hottest of garbage. I will send it to Sam. Um, I 
had a real hard time with this. And I think until just now, I didn't have one because I felt like there was nothing bad that I actually liked. I think um, I hated all the bad stuff I watched. <laughs> um, but then I was, I thought about it more uh, looking at my list here. And um, I think maybe Mashal would kind of count. It's not very good, but it is a lot of fun. Um, and it is animated very well. So yeah, I guess it's one of those things where maybe wouldn't recommend it, but I mean, I don't know. I kind of would recommend it still. So I don't know. I think that counts for, for hot and garbage. You've you've accomplished both things there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's, that's when I read a bunch of the manga and at some point I was just like, Oh gosh, I'm just reading this out of feeling like it. I have to read this, so I'm like, I'm going to stop and read something else now. Mm-hmm. It's um, good to, but do it's that. definitely fun. It's it's quite fun for a while. Well, and again, the animation is on the anime is extremely good. So, which seems so weird. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, running through the list, I'll go to Mike. All right. Hottest garbage was really hard for me to decide this year because I didn't watch a lot of bad anime since I was bad at getting around to watching (laughs) seasonal stuff. So I actually have to go kind of back, and I'm going to go for an incredibly infamous title that I put off for watching a long time, and then, well, I may not have considered it good, but it wasn't nearly as bad as I was expecting, so I finally watched Garzy's Wing this year, and I did not hate it as much as I thought. I'm not sure how much of that's that I watched the sub, not the dub, because I gather some of the particularly infamous stuff is in the dub, but... Is that a side thing in Dunbine Universe? Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. That was like mid-90s something weird? Thereabouts, yeah. I mean, I don't remember that much about it, but if I don't remember why it was terrible, then it probably wasn't as terrible as I was expecting. (laughs) All right, well, that seems like a good submission. And to our final entrance, entry from Nick. So this one was challenging for me. I guess I should ask a question to the other Kenzuku. Does, is it a requir- prerequisite to have watched all of whatever is released in order for it to be considered hottest garbage? Like no. if I stop no. partway? Okay. No, no. Ooh, that actually makes it hard because I was... My knee-jerk reaction was to actually go along with Dylan for uh, Hamets no Okoku, Kingdom of yes. Ruins. That show is... <laughs> I, I can't explain why I enjoy it, because it is such a train wreck of a show in so many ways, uh, both good and bad. But then, I also am trying to think about... It's not... But overall, I would say it's animated pretty okay. Uh, if going from an animation standard, I almost want to go the opposite of Sam, and my, uh, my other candidate is, is My Home Hero. Because oh. that's that almost has its own own award for why was this even animated in the first place? Just make it a live action <laughs> drama. So, True. which they eventually I did. Might... <laughs> so, because of that, I, I may have to go with my home hero only because I, I I don't think it's garbage at all. It's just why was it animated in the first place? Because it was also animated really poorly. <laughs> yes. So I may have to I may have to go with that. It's a good. Right. It's a good choice. Any uh, any honorable mentions from anyone else? Hmm. No. Or dishonorable mentions in this case? It's hard enough for me to no. pick one. All right. 
We'll move on from that. Uh, so anyone want to change a vote or keep with their own hot garbage? You know what? I'll, I'll switch over to My Home Hero. I, hey. I think My Home Hero was, uh, was exactly like Nick said. It was really good. Why did they make it animated? Because the animation was very bad. And then they eventually made a live action. So like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you even do it in the first place? Yeah. Okay. All right, so my home hero takes home the the brown Kenzoki. Yeah. <laughs> it, and you you have to you have to it, it's warm somehow from the, inside the, itself. The, the, the steaming brown Kenzoki. <laughs> yeah, steaming brown Kenzoki. All right, excellent. My home hero, you should be proud and ashamed of yourself. All right. Um next one we'll go a little on the more positive thing here, and we'll go with, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna go to the most anticipated thing. Ooh. Uh, up, coming up. Um, mm. uh, I will, I will kick off, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this kind of two categorizations. One I'm gonna say within the podcast, and then one for a non podcast thing. So for the podcast, mm. My most anticipated or thing that I would like us to do would be uh, something Pat Labor. Mm. That's that's what I put out there. I have an honorable mention as well, but I'll, I'll hold off on that. Say less. Yes. For a non-podcast thing, I honestly I was having a ton of trouble coming up with any sort of like manga or anime category thing. So I'm gonna go with FF7 uh, Rebirth. Oh, because that's okay. the thing I'm. That's the thing I'm. I'm looking forward to. And who knows? We could come back around to discuss those things at some point. Mm-hmm. So that's my. No one. No one else is required to have two separate submissions. I just wanted to break it down like that. Oh, so good. for this one, we will start with Mike. All right. Well, my with the podcast one, since you changed yours from last year, will be that Streets of Fire episode that we never actually did. <laughs> yes. Love it. Maybe someone else can choose that as most anticipated next year at the rate we're going. (laughs) And then as far as anime things I'm actually looking forward to this year, well, uh, Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime Season 3 was mentioned. That's coming out in spring, I think, due in April. I think so, yeah. And then more immediately, getting to see the Gurren Lagann movies in theaters should be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good Shiny. one. I like that. So that's it for me. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Go to Nick. Uh, for me, I'm just going to keep it to one thing, and it'll be anime. And for me, it's pretty easy. It's going to be Kaiju number eight. Kaiju oh, wow. Number okay. Um, okay. That's All right. A, that... a, a, Upcoming, I think. I think last year, last year, I think I said it was Suzume. Uh, so we finally mm-hmm. covered that. But yeah, Kaiju number eight. I would say this is for me equally anticipated as Chainsaw Man was. But I think it's. I even have higher hopes because Kara yeah. is animating it, which is what? a big deal. Yeah, that's their first TV series, I believe. I think so. They've so, assisted before, but never. Yeah, their own but never thing. their yeah. own. So, and for me, I would say Kaiju Number Eight is coming in with as much anticipation as Chainsaw Man did. I don't know how if the manga is as big as Chainsaw Man was by the time it got announced as anime, but that's besides the point. That's I don't want to turn that into a pissing contest. I will say it's incredibly <laughs> popular. It's incredibly good. 
And the trailer that was released not too long ago makes me very optimistic that it'll be executed super well. So yeah, that's definitely my most anticipated for this coming year. Okay. All right. I'm I'm holding reservations for CG because I'm still not a huge fan of the way Kara does CG, but the animation looks really good. All right. Uh Sam, what do you what do you have? Um I <laughs> I You're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> My most anticipated is Konosuba. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wasn't I was uh it didn't let me down this year. Uh and I, I can't imagine it'll let me down uh or sorry, last year <laughs> Konosuba uh Konosuba was awesome and I think since they've been able to do it three times, I think what's, you know, four should be doable. So I'm, I'm super excited for that. Uh, my runner up was Oshinoko season two, um, which I thought somebody might mention, but yeah, that was the Konosuba is just too much fun to get to. Honestly, okay. I, I was trying to find reasons to not say Oshinoko for like every other <laughs> answer. So <laughs> yeah Ka- kaiju number eight bailed me out that that's a that's a really good choice i think okay uh yeah i have an honorable mention for a anticipated podcast uh would it be i would love us to do a thing on uh maybe like the first yakuza papers movie i think that would be oh, a cool yeah. i think that'd be a cool interesting thing that's uh a little obscure but not crazy and there's plenty of things to talk about it and then i think they're real fun yeah yeah i would love to that would um, be great so uh but we'll keep it to one thing so does anyone want to change a vote to anyone else's thing absolutely not nope Konosuba for life yo <laughs> uh i do i since i did not realize uh anything i i've read a bunch of the kaiju number eight uh manga and i didn't realize they were doing an anime and that caro is doing it so i'm changing my vote right there i'm super excited for that now now there's an anime property i'm i'm super, super let's excited go for. yes so the oversized and bloated kenzo key goes to kaiju number eight <laughs> anime it's, it's yeah this, the kenzo key just got super puffed up we'll see We'll see if it uh, lives up. One of the most anticipated from last season was, uh, well, we'll leave that maybe for another thing. Okay. Kenzo keys are brought to you by anime. It's a thing that you <laughs> can get. What is anime? What is anime? <laughs> anime is. <laughs> Kenzo keys are brought to you by the what is anime meme. All right. Back to our show. So, take it down a little minute here. So, biggest disappointment. Uh, this one will start off with. Um, we'll start off with Nick. Biggest uh, disappointment. This one for me is uh, Zom One Hundred. Um, mm. Started so. I, I mean, I don't know if we're going to go over the you know started well and ended poorly mm-hmm. or not, but. Uh, overall, I this one came in pretty hyped and started super strong. One of the strongest first steps of the season, for sure. Um, and by, what, ep 10 or 11, whatever the last is, it's, it's kind of picked back up, but it got real 
real milk toast through a large chunk of it, and that's too bad because everything about it execution wise is great. Animation's great. Color palette I love. Um, cool characters, but just I don't know. Uh, I said it, or I said it in the one of the episodes. Just, it feels like they're doing a bunch of mundane things, and the only reason why it's exciting is because they're zombies. So mm. that's going to be my biggest disappointment for this year. Still right. haven't watched watched any more than the first episode of that. So. Well, you can't still... be disappointed yet, then. <laughs> yeah. Still curious. All right, though. Sam. What's your biggest disappointment? Um. So as I was going through the openings and endings, uh, I was reminded of Magical Destroyers. Oh, yeah. Oh, had man. had such an amazing <laughs> opening. And I was like, this show can at least be, this seems so interesting. It, it, it can't be that bad. And oh, my goodness, it was that bad and worse. It was worse than I could have imagined. Um, I was so let down. I was... I was so excited because it, it looks, it just looks so creative. Like how could some, some production company that produce an opening that creative do something so uh, garbage, just a steaming heap. So sad. Blew the whole budget on the opening. Yeah. Creative, creative and otherwise. Not the yeah. first show to do that and won't be the last. Definitely no. not. Yeah. I watched the Tenjo Tenge opening. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, oh, I'm like, yeah. man, this opening is so great. The manga is cool, but the anime is not. It was just, it was weird. Um, all right, Mike, what was, what was your biggest disappointment? Well, since my most anticipated last year was Birdie Wing season two, uh yeah, oh. that was definitely my biggest disappointment this year. Probably shouldn't have been surprised in some ways because it was going to become a more conventional-ish golf show, probably, but... Didn't need yeah. to, though. Yeah, I'm just not sure how they kept the insanity going, which is always the problem with shonen type shows, mm -hmm. where you just have escalating tournaments, is, well, what do you do? <laughs> but still, losing a lot of the crazy mafia golf ep aspects that made the first season so memorable just didn't do it any favors. And then basically yeah. accelerating like seven eps worth of thing in one in one ep kind of yeah for me yeah the, the pacing for the season just felt kind of off. That's that's a really good one for sure. Yeah. As far as disappointment, I mean, agreed. <laughs> really <good> agreed. <laughs> um, I was gonna I was gonna cop out and just say winter twenty three. The, uh, the that seasons. was my honorable that's, mention. That's not a cop out. That's just facts. <laughs> it was. It was that. But I'm. I'm gonna go slightly different, and I'm gonna go with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen because I think I said this off podcast at some point. It was like, oh, wait, you have like a, a thing where you've got one girl who's all really into being cool, and then a guy who's got a secret strength thing inside of him, and then the other guy is in the team is all super disaffected and the teacher has a weird thing with his eyes like oh no this this isn't naruto this is actually jujutsu as and i i've read some of the manga and i watched some of the anime and like it's well animated i guess but i was just like i don't i don't care about you i just i just don't care about your jujutsus i don't care is it just because of the the shonen trope or is it something I mean, 
more core. I don't know. I just, it just, I, it's hard to say exactly. It's not like it's poorly done. It was just kind of like everyone was like, oh man, this is the hotness show. It's so great. It's like the best show you've ever seen. I watched it. I'm like, eh, why, why would I watch this? I had so many other things I'd rather watch or read. Yeah. So I think that's where it's at. And other, and I have tons of other people could have different opinions and, you know, other people like, oh man, no, no, you just got to watch through the whole first season and then get to the second season and then it gets really good. And I was like, no, no, I've been suckered into that for far too many shows before. I'm not, I'm not watching 25 episodes of a show to watch another 25 eps and then realize that I could have stopped <laughs> zero eps. Yep. Never uh, get that time I've, back. I, I've done that before. Thanks, Slayers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, and yeah, my honorable mention or dishonorable mention is winter 23. It was, it was, it wasn't, wasn't great. As I recall, Slayers thanked you right back by repeatedly playing the dubbed version. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Does anyone want to change their selection? Yeah, I think I will. Okay. Uh, I, I I have to go with Magical Destroyers. Gosh, talk about <laughs> going from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in like three minutes. I I yeah. could not believe how. Like I said, I think I said it before. It was like the most like slow pitch, grand slammable premise, and they completely screwed it up. Right in every every dimension, in every dimension. Oh my goodness, it was so bad. And the opening is so stylish and cool and just oozed oozed everything I love about cool openings and, and unique shows. But yeah, anyway, Magical Destroyers. Huge yeah. disappointment. Huge. Feels just wide open. It could have been anything. And then it was that. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, the uh, Kenzo Key where the statue kind of like fell over on the on the little mount and is on its side but got glued there and it's just kind of there and looks sad that's that that kenzo key goes to magical destroyers it's like the uh the the pvc statue you've had in the sun too long it's kind of <laughs> yeah. started leaning oh yeah exactly yep definitely that that kind of look there yeah that ataru figure that i was the first figure that i ever got and that spent some time in the back of my car that <laughs> definitely that one <laughs> molten ataru perfect <laughs> molten well ataru. the frying pan he was trying to smack 10 with kind of fell off so he's trying to smack 10 with a stick <laughs> wow all right next up the positive stuff favorite podcast episode here we will start with Mike. I'm just gonna go with the Sam and Japan apps because they were something different and they were getting us back into the groove after we'd been on hiatus for a bit. If we had a marketing budget slightly more than pocket lint, then I would suggest we should send one of us to Japan every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am going in April, so. Oh, yeah. That's right. We get and a Nick I'm... in Japan. <laughs> And I'm supposed to be going in uh, fall of uh, 25. So we've already got the next two years covered. So we just, need to, we just need to fundraise to get Mike there. And we're sad. Yeah. <laughs> fundraise. More like fun-raise. hey uh, Okay, I'm, I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to go with Battle Royale because mm -hmm. I felt like it was kind of our one of our first 
real non kind of anime manga episodes. I think the episode itself was good. And it mm-hmm. also helped that the the movie and the subject and everything there was cool. And it was still like an awesome movie that I was like, oh, gosh, is this just going to be terrible and be a biggest disappointment? And I was like, oh, no, this movie's great. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Battle Royale. That was a good choice. That one, that episode was that was yeah. a good episode. Like the 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 like I, I know the feeling of it's like I remember watching this and I loved it, but when I watch it again, is my memory going to be destroyed by how terrible it actually is? And yeah, no, it wasn't. So, all right. Next up is Nick. Uh, for me, I think it's pretty easy. I'm I'm gonna have to say Gunbuster. Uh, oh. for for almost opposite reasons for Mike picking Sam in Japan, this the Gunbuster was the last we did before our hiatus, and I think. Uh, we, we definitely. Uh, I think it's Gunbuster is the rare episode where the topic we discussed was also a topic that we all thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and mm-hmm. I think uh, that's not not to say that it has to as a requirement. But I would say that's actually a rarity, and what's okay. I I mean, mm-hmm. you know, watching different things that I necessarily don't like is is a good thing. But I just feel like Gunbuster as an episode encapsulates everything that we as a group kind of started this podcast as and mm-hmm. you know like i said it's it's quite possible possibly my favorite anime anything so yeah easy pick for me another good all choice. right sam what you got um i'm gonna say uh i mean this was tough to be honest like i think we had a lot of stuff i think we've gotten hit our stride pretty well um uh, i think for me it was the arcadia of my youth with the kind of follow on of harlock i i didn't really enjoy the movie as much but much like nick's uh, gunbuster thing to me this is another slice of the show which is you know kind of introducing us to new stuff that we might not have otherwise watched um and i thought it was it was fun to explore it um with uh, lore master mike and then I were just like, we didn't really like this that much, but maybe we're missing stuff in the show. And then watching the show and being like, yeah, you know, I can kind of see the appeal of this thing. Uh, it's a lot better in the show. Um, so that was, that was nice. Although, you know, I haven't really gone back and watched much more after that, but, you know, it, I, I can still appreciate it. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was cool. It was very neat for what it was at the time. Cool. Any uh, any honorable mentions from anyone? Oh. I I had Sam in Japan as my as my honorable mention because I thought Ditto. for the same reasons that uh, that Mike said. Everybody's choices for me were were all great, great choices. Those are all good episodes. So, all right. Anyone changing changing votes or standing fast? <sighs> you know what? Um... I, I, I'm going to go with the Sam and Japan episodes. They were kind of like our, our welcome back from a, a long hiatus and uh, I think ended up being pretty pretty cool content. So I'm actually going to join Mike with the Sam and Japan apps. All right. All right. So this uh, this Kenzoki is uh, holding a, holding out an, an iPod in its hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's glorified, glorified iPod Kenzoki. For Sam and Japan, excellent set of episodes. Those were those were definitely great. All right, we're gonna are go we on. Are we talking out. like one of the old ones with the physical click wheel here? 
Uh oh yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely. not not like first gen but like like the third gen ones where they had like the still had the nice roller wheel the little screen on there and they were super cool because they were the first ones that really supported um international stuff such that Japanese tracks on there would render their titles properly because <laughs> I I had I had a different MP3 player before that but it didn't render uh, Japanese characters or I forget the the term UTF. Mm-hmm. stuff uh so it wouldn't render them properly so come up with a bunch of boxes um but the ipod did and i was like this is awesome i mean what else were you going to have a zune i suppose the five people who had them enjoyed them immensely yeah. that's what i hear that's the rumor <laughs> it's the second time today i've heard somebody mention the zune somebody mentioned it at work too <laughs> wow <laughs> the banner year for the zune <laughs> already gotten two ma- 11 days in and has gotten two mentions it's uh okay next one is favorite show and this could be show movie thing it's not i'm just using the, the word show in, in double quotes there uh i'll start with this one and i had so many things that i was like oh which one but I think I'm gonna go with Suzume is my is my answer. Um, just it's a great movie and it's one that I could, you know, easily I think I could I think I could reasonably recommend it to like nearly it's not one that you have to be a level, you know, level ten Ota King to to watch and enjoy it or anything. Uh it was yeah, so you know, we spent a lot talking about Pretty much everyone being like, yeah, it's a great movie. And and that's why I'm going to say, yep, it was great. Next up is Nick. I mean, you all probably know what my answer is, because this is the level 5,000 otaku show that I pretty much didn't stop talking about the entire season aired. So for me, it's it's comfortably... Ooh, less comfortably after this past season, because I will say honorable mention the free run. Mm. lovely show adore it love it keep i'm gonna keep watching it but show of the year has to be for me oshinoko it's it's just (laughs) it did it did everything for me that i need a show to do it and i even kind of you know the surprise factor wasn't even a thing for me because i'd read some of the manga so yeah despite that uh it was executed super well can't wait for more Mm -hmm. all right solid submission sam what you got (laughs) So, <laughs> when I was thinking about this, <laughs> my first instinct was Konosuba. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I will say, I have my honorable mentions, and Konosuba Megumin made the list. It was yeah. so much better than it should have been. Right? It was, it was genuinely a great show, and I so low on the cringe factor. Yes. Yes. I, it's... It's so phenomenal. Um, way, way better than even a Konosuba show should be. Um, but um, mine has to go to Oshinoko as well. Uh, yeah, I was just in deep on that. I was like, I don't think it's pretty rare that I am like, I have to watch this episode as soon as it comes out. But like Oshinoko was that where like I was, I could not wait until the new episode would come out. Um, yeah, it 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 had it had its claws sunk deep. Yeah, into yeah. me for sure. 
and yeah, it's so much to talk about and it defied um the genre uh would you know i guess whatever kind of genre you want to try and box it in where it's it's kind of a reincarnation thing but like if i swear i said it in, during our podcast episode about it but like if they hadn't uh made that first episode uh whatever like a movie length then i probably would have dropped it after the first episode <laughs> so uh well i mean i probably would have heard a little bit more and people i'm sure nick would have forced us all to watch more of it <laughs> it it was it <laughs> boy what a, what a turn off yeah so good uh yeah and and i am super looking forward to the the next season i'm very excited for that and also another i was kind of torn on free run because i i was kind of questioning if i could even pick it because it's kind of uh still airing yeah it's still airing but you know i, I don't know i <laughs> next year it's I, I don't know. It it's extremely good in uh free run, so it definitely deserves to be a best some year. Okay. Mike. Well, it's pretty much all been covered, but I'm gonna go with Oshinoko for the reasons people have mentioned, with an honorable mention to Suzume as probably my second favorite thing this year. Alright. Uh well, that was our. That was no. No one's gonna have to change votes to get get that one over there. Uh, any uh, honorable mentions from people? I mean, obviously, Suzume. I was my most anticipated thing. It didn't disappoint. Phenomenal movie. Recommend it to anyone, regardless of otaku or weeb level. So, definite uh, huge bonus points for that. Mm -hmm. Uh. I, I had a bunch, and some of them I don't. You could disqual if you want to disqualify them. That's fine. I, I won't. I won't be hurt because they were ones that we covered in the podcast. But I had Abyss Season TV too. Oh yeah, um, technic it technically qualifies, huh? Because that's what I was saying. I wasn't sure if everyone else disqualified it from their selection because they had that, and then I mean um, it, because it aired before we talked about it this year, right? But yeah, so I don't. I kind of. I mean. If that's oh man, if if technically a, if Abyss Two is on the table, <laughs> that actually makes it incredibly difficult for me to pick. Is what so, I'll say. okay, yeah. Then the I, cause I had my other. I think most of my other honorable mentions were similar. Like I because we didn't really discuss them until this year, which was Bochi and Akiba Made War, as Sam mentioned, uh, Konosuba Megumin, and then mm -hmm. I similarly had the honorable mention for Free Ren. Um, so I had, I had far too many honorable mentions there, but you know, I think it's always good to mention people that are doing things well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of good shows. That's a, that's really good for anime. Agreed. And behind those are also, you know, a ton of pretty good shows that are just not stand out, you know, so good year for anime. Yeah. Overall, I think 2023 was a strong year, a very strong year. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the, uh, Kenzoki that has been reformed with giant star eyes is the, uh, goes to Oshinoko with the giant glinting star eye, uh, Kenzoki goes, goes to Oshinoko for, for the three, the three X favorite show. Okay, so now we get into, uh, so we're gonna go with the end first, so we're gonna go with, uh, the best best ending submissions that people had um so we can have you know honorable mentions but everyone's got to just say all right this this is mine and 
we will start with Nick. To me, this isn't even in question. It's Mephisto. It's it's Oshinoko ending. <laughs> it it defies the show. Like it spawned a meme that quite was one of the most hysterical ones I've seen in quite a long time. Um, that when that violin riff starts, you know something's about to go down. And yeah, um, I'm sure there are a lot. I, I I couldn't necessarily think of other Eds that were. Um, as as easy for me to pick. I think Ops was actually not as clear cut, but Eds, I feel like this was a pretty easy pick. It's for me, it's Mephisto. Mm. Okay, a good choice. Right. Yep, uh, Sam. Uh, you know what it's got to be. It's got to be Konosuba. Uh, <laughs> that ending is so good. The music is awesome. The animation is super cute and really really good and silly. Um, most, most endings is like, as I was, I was going through trying to pick something, most endings are kind of bland, you know, cause there's a lot of credits to cover the screen. And so they don't do much, I feel like. Um, so something like the, the Konosuba one was pretty unique. I feel like, uh, putting that much into it. Uh, the Mephisto one is good. I went back and watched, you know, I, I watched all these things to, to pick. But I didn't pick it because it felt like it's iconic and excellent, but animation-wise, it felt very uh, standard. Yeah, very standard. I, so. I don't disagree with that. I can. I definitely think the, despite my opinions on Konosuba, I actually think the ending for the Megumin series was actually very clever and very unique. So I can. I can definitely uh, respect that choice. Mm it's also nice that it's also not the same style as the show which is a, a nice uh a nice job which is a pretty unusual well maybe not that unusual i guess but it's always nice when they do that definitely all right mike well i will not shock by going with the obvious choice of mephisto for mm. reasons nick mentioned <laughs> I mean, I'd like a sand painting animation or something, but I'll take solid. <laughs> okay. And my vote is Konosuba. Mega oh, yes. I love that ending. Yes. It's so good. I, it's, <laughs> I, I've watched that, that video on YouTube, I don't know, like probably 50 times, maybe more. It's every time I'm like, oh, that's adorable. I want to watch that again. Um, yep. So... Uh, do we have any uh no any honorable mentions? <laughs> oh wait, yes, actually, honorable mentions I yeah. do have. Okay, honorable um, mentions, go for it, Nick. For me, it's actually kind of a an interesting. I should I didn't post it, but um, the ending to the I I do I do we call it season three or maybe back half of season three of uh Doctor Stone is super cool. What I I can describe oh. it, but. Basically, um, it's sand art, like live sand art. Oh. So they're actually, and I, I don't know if it's actually done by the mangaka, but the art style is definitely the manga style. So is it actually live or is it time lapse? It's part of it is live, part of it is time lapse. Um, mm. But it's really unique and I, I dig it a lot. I didn't post it, but I, I, I don't, I definitely think it's more, it gets a lot of points for creativity. The song is good. It's not the, 
the best, but yeah, uh, I also just love Dr. Stone. So I had to throw that in there. That, that does remind me of, um, an excellent ending for, uh, Mob Psycho. I can't remember what season it was, but they did a, it was basically glass painting where they, they just paint over stuff. They don't, and they basically do an, a whole an- ending is animated, uh, that way, but by just continually painting over the glass. Hmm. Really cool. I'll have to post that later. Uh, okay. Any, Sam, any honorable mentions? No, I, I like I was saying, I had a hard time finding endings that stood out to me. So, fair enough, Mike. Any from you? Nope, I don't really have anything to add to this category. All right, I, I I'll put it as an honorable mention. I I also I, I had I had Mephisto as a oh, well, honorable yeah, mention on mine, and then. Yeah, right. I thought I also, I also thought the uh, free run ending is uh, was pretty cool because again it was really a cool style, interesting, um, mm-hmm. good and song. It's, it's just soothing too. It's so soothing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one we have a, an actual split split victory for the best uh, ending between Oshinoko and Konosuba Megumin. So if you watch either of those, you're winning. And this Kenzoki is... Uh, I think Kenzoki is sitting down and, like, doing the the fist underneath the chin thing, like, really thinking about the ending of things. <laughs> looking very intelligent, yes. Yeah, looking very intelligent thinking about these things. Okay. Uh, and now on to our final normal topic here, which is the best opening. And continuing with uh, order, we'll go with Sam. What is your... Submission. I know, this one's always hard. It's like, this... oh, gosh. This one is was really hard for me. Um, I'm well. Let's see. So the three I was looking at was uh, Hoshinoko, uh, Magical Destroyers, and Spy Family Season Two. Um, I think you know what I I originally had Spy Family Season Two because the animation is just so phenomenal in that, and uh, but Magical Destroyers is just so good uh of an opening that i you know what i gotta i gotta pick that it's just it's just so good i love oshinoko opening too but uh the magical destroyer is just way too uh creative and everything so all right it's a good it's a good one that's not not a standard from a show that's also has the association with the show that you live and like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah all the so more it, impressive. It, it had to it had to fight its way to the top yeah all right, Mike, what do you have? Oh, I've got Oshino Ko's opening because that was just really smooth and solid and fit the show well. Like a good bowel movement, smooth and solid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be the ending, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's uh, good, good uh, fundamentals. Um, I don't know what that would be. I'll just I'll just kind of break this up a little here. Mike, do you have any other uh, honorable mentions to put in there? Um, not this year. Okay. 
this was the category that was interrupted by my nap this afternoon, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I've been all over the place. I've got... uh, See, I think I I, I went with the... uh, I've got Free Run, uh, Helk Opening 2, because it's it's mm. it's charming it is um uh i really like the zom 100 opening it is uh it's great with all the animation everything there it's and like the color and the and the characters actually like, lip-syncing the song yeah and it sums up like the whole show in the opening really well done um and then uh, I found this other one that I still haven't even seen the show, but it was really cool, which is this, uh, uh, what's it, Tengoku Daimagen. It's on Hulu. Um, I forget, forget the initial, the English title of it. Um, I, I shared another thing there. It's super cool looking, like, opening. I was like, what the heck is this? Um, but I think with all this, I think I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with Zom 100. I just think it was really cool, well done, sums up show, excellently uh, done and is is silly and fun. and uh, So I, I like that one. And now around to Nick. So, to no one's surprise, a front runner <laughs> is idle because it is... It became a phenomenon. I mean, it, it cracked... It set a record yeah. for uh, Billboard, you know, music um, top, you know, top Japanese um, like song and the global charts, excluding you know the U.S., which is saying something. Um, but I also have to agree with Sam in that Magical Destroyer's opening is absolutely phenomenal. For me, it was it ended up coming down to those two honorable mentions for mm-hmm. me that were already mentioning of um uh yusha uh from uh uh free run great opening also another mm-hmm. yosobi song really really great uh dark horse for me was hell's paradise opening um oh. really unique art direction style song was uh, was very different from I would say standard anime, um, animated really interestingly well, so uh, it it ended up just missing having missing having enough special umph. Um, but at the end, I I gotta go with Idol. Um, it oh. was really tough choice. Yeah, I oh my gosh, it was so close, but just it's a good choice. It's it's so strong. Uh, a mixture of everything. I think it just edges out. Uh, Magical Destroyers. I. I think Magical Stories animation is by, is head and shoulders the best of the season. Like by mm-hmm. animation quality, I don't think it really anybody else can compare in art direction and animation quality. I just for this me the song um song is wasn't very good. quite quite as uh up there as 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 uh, Idol. So I got to go with yeah. uh with Idol. Like that's my up there. So, you know, for me no no surprise Oshinoko for me takes the Hat trick of favorite show, <laughs> op and ed, shock, and surprise. For you, it's Oshinoko that's taken all the categories. For me, it's Konosuba. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the uh, Kenzoki for best opening goes to Oshinoko. 
idle because it's muteki. And this is one with the where the Kenzo key is holding a microphone and like just like screaming into it with like intensity. Two starry eyes. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of crazy background thing is going on in the background. Uh but those Smooth are yeah, solid. those are all good. I definitely got to rewatch that Magical Destroyers opening. Honestly, I, ev- ev- the stuff everybody brought up was I would say legitimate. So Yeah. Um, and then I, I had a couple of other, I think they were kind of disqualified cause they were from last year ones, but, uh, just the, the Bochi, the rock opening and Akiva made were still just, mm. they're just great. They're no fabulous. Doubt. No doubt. phenomenal. Yeah. They're, they're really great. I also had on here ranking of Kings from the season two, mm. which was also mm-hmm. very good. Still a show I need to watch. Yeah. Admit I highly recommend yeah, it's definitely weird. I watched the first couple eps, and then it was like, huh, this is definitely, it's a it weird, weird show. Yeah. It's, it's not what I expected not, going in, for sure. Um, but yeah, like, not, oh. not, not, not in a bad way weird, just like, huh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, so that, that takes us to the end of the normal part of the Kenzo Keys, and this episode will run a little longer than normal, because we'll allow that on the Kenzo Keys. So now on to the, when I, I don't think I have a great term for it, the Bikuri Topiku, the surprise, <laughs> surprise topics, uh, where people come on, on the spot or whatever. Um, so, and these are not required to ever have an answer. Sometimes they're kind of, they might just be a little ridiculous. So I will kick this off with one, which was... Um, you know what what's the last or last one you remember show that you put on somewhere public and then realized it was wildly inappropriate <laughs> my submission for this was uh i was on a plane you know flight had my ipad out and i put on kakegurui oh. <laughs> and uh yeah i didn't oh. quite realize uh until like i started to watch the opening i'm like oh hmm this is uh I feel a little bit uncomfortable having this on, and I went to put something else on then. So that's, I, I that's guarantee, my suggestion. I, I guarantee you, Dylan, I 100% have you beat there. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, this spontaneous, when you, as soon as you mentioned that, uh, this it did not happen this year, but um, on my flight back from, on a flight back from Boston, uh, it was uh, it was late. It was like, it was like a, I don't know, like a 11 o'clock or midnight flight back. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't sleepy enough because of the weird time change. So I decided to flip through my downloaded Netflix catalog and I realized, oh, I still need to watch the third Berserk Golden Age movie. <laughs> and that's the one that has the eclipse in it. <laughs> and as I mentioned off off podcast the eclipse scene in the uh the 4C movies is probably at least an order of magnitude more mm, awful Intent. than <laughs> as far as the subject oh, matter boy. uh and i will <laughs> just say i had to fast forward about 12 minutes of that movie because i was like Ooh, i don't know if i'm comfortable with anybody having me watch this and that's that's what I'll leave it at. 
Okay, that's Berserk is always an excellent suggestion for. <laughs> I thought this was fine. Ah, this is wildly inappropriate. All right, mm-hmm. um, Sam. Any anything that comes to mind? Um, I can't think of any anime, but I, I can't say the last time I had that experience was uh, True Detective season one again on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was some uh, some graphic uh, stuff in there that yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's a surprise!" Uh, I'm gonna. I just held it close to my chest for a little bit, and then when it was going on a bit too long, I started to fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike. Anything for for you? Uh, well, I don't watch nearly as much in public as some of y'all for various lifestyle reasons but um let's see what would i suddenly find awkward well in the past i've put on gunbuster for after hours and uh always forget about just how that it was the show that introduced fan service and the concept of gynax bounce so it <laughs> occasionally goes there <laughs> yeah okay uh, all right. I have, I have a bunch of these other talks, but I'll I'll pass it off to uh to the next person if they want to come up with a a surprise topic. Um, anyone can jump in. All right, I've got one. It's a best late to the party game edition. Anyone oh. else got one for a game they finally played this year? For me, it was Yakuza Zero and the. Yakuza series in general, I can see why this franchise is kept going for a few decades, because it is quite solid. <laughs> and I feel like by Yakuza 0, they're, you know, they had refined things well enough that they're throwing you in. It's a good entry point for the franchise, I guess I'd say. Yeah, that's good. I, I still haven't played any of those, but yeah, I've always heard that they're they're real good, fun fun things. Um uh I'll I'll go with I'll go with one there which is Final Fantasy 14 uh also slash <laughs> MMOs cuz I had never played an MMO before uh and now I have played Final Fantasy 14 and it's hard to convince myself to do anything else with my life. Welcome to hell. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was pretty hilarious cuz they had the the this year's the 10 year anniversary of it so they have a whole bunch of different people that have been involved in it and stuff put out little like you know, like minute-ish long messages saying, "Hey, this is cool." And they had a uh, H Sakaguchi, Hironobu Sakaguchi, mm. you know, creator of that. He put out a thing. He was like, "Oh man, like I kind of I first got into this game like this year, and I've been playing it like twelve hours a day, and it's really great. I love it." I'm like, you know, that's pretty awesome that Sakaguchi is like, "Oh man, I'm just I'm sucked into this game. I'm playing it twelve hours a day." That's uh, I, I just think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, okay. Late, late to the party game edition. Uh, Nick, anything? Oh, sorry, Sam, you were trying to go. No, go ahead, Nick. I'm, well, I'm trying to think if this even qualifies as late to the party, but I'm trying to think the only, uh, oddly enough, this year is the first year in, uh, about six years that I actually stopped playing Destiny in a, to, <laughs> in a, on a regular basis to, due to a few factors and did i pick up anything else i guess kind of neo 2 and neo series in general mm. i'm not i 
I appreciate from soft games, but they're generally like not my like like uh the games that are for me. Um, Neo, I think the sauce it has is the is that Team Ninja's specialty is combat, and I think they absolutely nailed the combat flow. The whole thing with stances, like it's really and it's hard as balls still, um, like absolutely brutal difficulty, but. Also, the fact that there's, like, a lot of, like, weapon flexibility from the get-go kind of, yeah, tickles my fancy. So I guess I'm late to the party for Neo, if that counts. And those are the, the it's N-I-O-H and... Neo, yeah, N-I-O-H. Specifically two. One and two are quite different games. One is very much more centered on, like, a character, and two is actually, like, make a character and do whatever you want kind of kind of deal. Okay, Cool. Uh, Sam, anything from you? Mm, nothing spectacularly late um, that I can think of. I spent most of my time playing Final Fantasy sixteen, um, but I did play well half of Inscription, which I came late to, um, <laughs> and that was awesome. <laughs> what I have played, but you know, for various reasons, uh, I think I've mentioned at least in spoiler text so probably nick has seen it it's i i haven't picked it up to finish it yet but uh it is worth finishing i sh- i will finish I it say. but it's just yeah it's just hard to get motivated i understand i understand yes yeah okay uh all right that, that's a good good one there um okay uh i'll i'll come back with the with another one of mine that I had, which is a favorite meme. Oh, and... okay. that was my category. So <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> go for it. Let's, let's, let's do uh, it. My, mine is a hands down, hands down Oshinoko surprise ending <laughs> clips. It's, it's the greatest thing. I love it. Um, it's like people just shove them all over the place. I watched like so many hours of these minute long <laughs> clips. Yep. Um, <laughs> So that that's my that's my favorite mean. It just it just brings me joy. Endless joy. Uh I'll just say that is also mine and what is <laughs> got me thinking about this category too. It's, it's just I spent so much time watching these dang videos that my my YouTube front page was like almost exclusively Oshinoko ending. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember, Which is also just hilarious too. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I just remember how how I discovered this originally was like uh I some for some reason in my sidebar it was trying to recommend me it said Oshinoko Ed, and it had Nichijo in the poster image. I was like, "That's not Oshinoko. What is this? This is weird." And I never watched it because it just seemed like garbage. And then I watched it one, and then that was like in the death spiral. I mean, the ho- the Hokuto no Ken one is by in my opinion oh. the best. That one was just like god tier amazing. <laughs> That one is that so the, good. the Heidi one. Yeah. yeah. The Heidi one is also good. Uh oh, another so one nice. of my favorites was the uh <laughs> the guy the the I don't know the Minecraft streamer or whatever who burns his house down. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're going to have to link this later after the Yeah, episode. okay. Okay. <laughs> it's good. All right. Um, for me, uh, yeah, that's definitely a front runner. I would say the only other meme that is even in the same like relative s- space as the Oceanoko ending is, um, I-, I guess, for lack of a better description, like 
inserting bocce into oh. random situations. Oh, like, man. I just saw a really cool one the other day where they put bocce into Blade Runner. What? And, yeah. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The, those ones. Those are a ton of those. There's so many of those too, and it's yeah. They're, they're like, great. Bochi. Like you know, I was wondering how popular that show. I guess it was a lot. Like, it generated a lot more popular than even I thought because all of a sudden, like within the last couple of weeks, I've been getting a lot of these random inserted bochi being inserted into random situations. Like I saw one today. It was uh, it was the crew from um uh from Kisukubando like. Uh, Doing a Counter Strike match against Kaon. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'll link it later. It's freaking hilarious. But uh, uh, but even then, I gotta go with uh, Oceanoko ending. It's just it's it's too good. Yeah. All right, Mike. You have any? Not any really. I have <laughs> somehow managed to miss the Oceanoko ending meme party, and clearly, I have to get on that one. Yeah, you have oh, some catching you... up to do. Oh man, you welcome to just like several hours of just laughing out loud. It's it's great. And there's the good ones and there's the bad ones and then you come around and get another good one. You're like, "Oh man, that made that last hour of scouring through these things worth it." I will say sadly though, a lot of them got a uh, got kicked for copyright violations. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Such such is the life of a short-lived meme. Yeah. My my Nichijo one is gone oh that is sad we'll have to do uh have to have to make one where you go where it's a recording of you trying to go to youtube and like you try to watch the thing and then it says the video is not found and then it plays the music (laughs) yeah (laughs) super meme memeception yeah oh yeah definitely (laughs) okay uh i'll just open open mic for anyone who has another I have a relative. I have one that's relatively mundane, but I think could potentially actually spawn some interesting discussions here. Favorite topic to discuss on an episode that we have not done yet. Wait, what? <laughs> so basically, I guess. Oh well, gosh, I'm bad at describing this. Um, for a podcast app, mm-hmm. your a topic that we you want to discuss that we have not yet. Oh, okay. So, um, mine, I've thrown this out more than a few times, but mine has got to be Berserk. Um, I think mm. it's meant to be, especially since Discotech just announced they're going to launch a Blu-ray remaster. And uh, as far as I know, I'm still the only person that's watched the Golden Age Arc trilogy. From uh, I've seen Forcing. at least two of them once a long time ago. Yeah, they're about 10 years old at this point, and I think they just remastered those as well last year. So, they are all out there on on C roll. I have not seen those yet. For for great shame. Yeah, same here. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, I can always second that, but I'll 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 put out their Pat Love or something because totally agree. Yeah, I, I I love I love Pat Labor and and any and it gives all, me an excuse to watch some. And it gives me some some excuse to watch some or all of it again. So that's which any excuse for is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm, for me, it's going to be that Streets of Fire podcast episode <laughs> that it's someone else's <laughs> turn to most anticipate next year. <laughs> I am uh, still quite curious on that one too. Yeah, 
Me too. Uh, mine, mine will, I, I guess. I don't know. Those are all good choices. Pat labor is something I was thinking of. And, uh, um, Berserk is also because of the, actually, wait, why? I didn't talk about this with you guys. That's right. My, my cousin messaged me a, a screenshot and he's like, what is this from? And I was like, oh, this is from Berserk. I think this is from the Berserk Golden Age movies. And I was like, hmm, I haven't watched those yet. And then, oh yeah. And then you posted the remaster set. It's meant to oh, be. Yeah. yeah. Must be time. All right. Well, yeah. I think that's that's good. Those are those are definitely three great great options with differing levels. And we could we'll, we'll pick up something there and we'll take it. We'll take it somewhere. Yeah. Um. Okay. And does anyone else have any other? No. No. I was thinking about what we topic we'd like to watch, but that got thrown out. So I've got nothing. Okay. Uh, I had a couple others, but I. I don't think I need to go over all. I think that's fine. But I have one more that I that I want to do that's a uh, kind of a soapboxy one, which I'm going to call worst new trend. Uh, and my uh, my soapbox answer is is this subscription splitting, and it's the same problem that you have across the rest of everything. Where now you have to subscribe to everything because uh, like the show that whose name I. I don't remember the English title for, but it had a really great opening. It was like, oh, this show looks kind of cool and could be good. And it's like, oh, it's on Hulu. So now there's like new special anime stuff that's on, you know, Crunchyroll and High Dive. And Netflix has Pluto. And I guess there's two different dub versions of Vinland Saga between Netflix and Crunchyroll and Hulu. And then some other stuff that's on Max. And so it's just, oh, gosh. It's... Wait, there's anime on Max? I think so, and there's some of like the they have some they have some good uh, American like anime kind of stuff on there too. I, like they uh, have the, sh- the Ghibli movie license, if nothing. Oh else. yeah, yeah, they have all of those. So yeah, it's um, yeah they have like Bell and uh, the Ghibli stuff, and so it's just like oh god, it's it's exhausting. I I mean I generally agree. I would say the only caveat would be like for specifically for Netflix is like for Pluto examples. Netflix actually like produced Pluto, so of of course they're going to have exclusivity for it. Um, same with uh, Delicious and Dungeon. I believe they also funded that. So like that not being on the other platform, I get. But things that are you know broadcast in japan and it's like becomes this free-for-all with like eight different providers i do agree it's really exhausting i mean to me like i if it was up to me i would never touch high dive but they they had they had you know oshinoko and abyss this year so that was good enough for me to subscribe to them for but i i it is exhausting to try to keep up with all this i i really dislike it yep yep yeah, don't really have anything to add to that. Does anyone have any other worse new trend that they think is a, a or just a terrible new new trend or something they dislike? I, I don't know if it's a new trend, but we kind of like had a gripe and laugh session about this. But but I would say uh, studios need to get back to making like good key art for their shows. Because, <laughs> man, some shows like it's like what were they were they even trying? It, like this does nothing to show off your show at all. Some are very good, 
Um, some actually entice me to want to watch a show. That's what key art should do. It should entice you into watching a show. But yeah, you're I not, don't, again, not no. supposed to want to watch Kingdoms of Ruin. You have to be forced <laughs> into it. <laughs> if anyone yes. hasn't seen the key art for that show, it is terrible. Which it is, is it's a shame too because it actually has like like yeah, it actually has like good character designs, you know, and stuff kind of and. It's yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, don't worry, don't worry. Every key art thing from next year will all be AI generated. Ugh. Uh, uh, yeah, that's probably going to be the worst new trend. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but oh my gosh, case in point, I'm looking at Kaiju number eight's key art, and it's super boring and bland. Like, what? I can't believe it. How bland like, it is. Like, how can you make key art for that show boring and bland? There's, I, it's so easy to not do that. Like, just, just go to the Spring 2024 tab on my anime list, and it'll be towards the top. <laughs> it's almost easy to miss because it's so bland. Hmm. Okay. Well, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm here looking at Oshinoko endings, and I'm, my tabs are filling up. Uh, okay. Well, we'd probably better end this episode before we crash Sam's browser. <laughs> okay. Anything else from uh, from anyone? Nope. Nothing from me. Mm-mm. All right. Well, uh, then I say thank you for joining us for the Kenzukis. We hope that your votes were either the same or different from ours, and. <laughs> That you enjoyed yourself. Uh, next time on AMO Kenzoku, we'll be going back into the. Uh, we're putting our triangle hats on and going back to Nia Under Seven. So if you'd like to watch along with us, please do that. Uh, is Nia Under Seven, is that one is only available on physical media? Is that correct? Uh, there is. Um... Well, when I rewatched it, the only place I could find it online because I couldn't find my discs was uh, YouTube. So, <laughs> <There's> okay, some... <laughs> they do exist there. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, all right. I mean, it's it was a pioneer thing, and that company doesn't exist. Uh, yeah. And known as as license rescued, I guess. Interesting. All right. Well, that could be part of the discussions. But at any rate, next time, knee under seven. If you have your discs, break them out, and. With that, I will say thanks for listening, and until next Kenzokis, this is AMO Kenzoku saying Saraba. Saraba.